is the press release dead? I'm not saying it's dead yet, but it's evolving right. and it's metamorphosizing. Hey guys, it's uh, David from Crocodile Marketing and welcome to the Brisbane Hug video podcast. Um, today I'm very excited to have a pretty cool guest um, who's going to be talking to us about all things PR. And in the world of inbound marketing, one of the key things that we always need to be sort of focusing on is building our awareness and that's really where PR really sets that scene. One of the other really cool benefits of press releases and publicity and getting yourself seen out there in other media outlets is, is that it's a great way to build your backlinks or those links from other websites back to your website and your blog articles to help build authority. And in the world of SEO, that is very much an important element to what we have to be doing in the world of inbound and promoting of our content. Now, today we are very fortunate to have uh, our special guest, Nadine, Nadine McGrath, who is a journalist, PR specialist, and all things coach, helping people make themselves look wonderful when it comes to the world of publicity. So I'll introduce her in a moment, but before I jump into that, I wanted to call out to my mate, partner in crime. Pete, you want to say good day to the guys? Hey, David. Hey, Nadine. And hi, everyone that's watching. It's good to be back on the Hug Podcast here. It's, we've had a bit of a break, I think, with the Commonwealth Games, but really excited to get back into it and kick this off again with a pretty unique topic today that I think uh, you'll learn a lot from. Well, thank you. And I really would have to say that you had spent a couple of weeks on holidays with family, so it's good to see you're rested and all back into it. But Throwing it back over to you, Nadine, for the guys on the call today, what I'm really going to ask you the hard question is, when it comes to the world of PR, what do you do for people? There's an old saying, and I've heard it actually, Ileana Stareva from HubSpot used it a lot, um, I heard last year, whereas marketing is where you're saying that you're good and you're promoting your services in public relations, it's about getting other people to say you're good. So it's about building up credibility and it's about building up authority. So that's what I help people do. And I also help them to, um, to get their name out there and not on their own, not necessarily on their own channels, but on other people's channels, which again, as we know, helps with SEO and with backlinks and building up that personal branding. So Nadine, your background, you were in journalism and you've got a PR background as well. And you've kind of, you've taken this path to get where you are today. And the reason that we're talking is because uh, we've known each other for a little while now and sort of been learning inbound alongside each other. And so what would be really interesting to hear from you is you know, from that journalism background to where you are today in practicing this inbound PR type stuff, what do you feel inbound has added to the equation or, you know, are there things that, that you've learned that you've, uh, you know, married inbound and PR because it's a pretty unique thing that we're just starting to really get into. Yeah. And, and actually I'm 
grateful for so much that Peter has taught me and that I've learned in my association with everyone in inbound marketing and PR because I think I actually started off on a journey with as a journalist, I'm still a journalist, at Australian Associated Press and, you know, various different outlets in mine. But then I moved into public relations and public relations or traditional public relations would be sending out press releases to mainstream media news organisations, print media, you know, radio, television, those types of things. But I could see that actually people were able to build their own media channels and they were building up their own profiles on online, whether that be on their own websites, whether that be on social media like, you know, Facebook or anything. And I thought, you know what, the world of public relations, the world of media is changing rapidly and changing so fast that public relations isn't adapting fast enough. It isn't changing fast enough. And so that led me down to the whole um, area and my whole journey into inbound marketing and inbound public relations and learning as much as I can about how how that works. And yeah. so sorry. where would you, sorry, David, yeah. uh, just one question, something that really sort of stuck with me. Like you, you mentioned, Nadine, that there's all these new channels and that people can sort of own their own media now. Um, given that, where do you see the more traditional side of public relations fitting into that uh, because we do have our own websites. We do have our own Facebook pages where we can sort of shout, right? But where are you seeing the, the more traditional side of PR fit into this inbound methodology? I think the traditional side of PR works really well, actually, alongside this new, you know, the new digital side. But and it's we're seeing more and more publications coming online, you know, news outlets are coming online and so forth. So it's still good to get into some of those traditional public public you know publications yeah. and news media. But then when you can link it back to, you know, to your site and link it back to your own media, that's sort of giving you um, a huge amount of authority and credibility and back, you know, like and backlinks so that's where that's where i see them working alongside each other quite well yeah cool so. look nadine you mentioned and i love that part in your introduction where your job is to help particularly in that public relations is to get other people to talk about you you know from mm -hmm. that sort of pr point of view and 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 it kind of brings us back to this world because of uh, traditional media, you know, the TVs, the newspapers, you know, it's all quite clear. Audiences are scattered to all of these different channels, particularly on social media. And the ability for you to become your own media presentation influencer um, has really changed the entry level. Uh, now anyone with a camera and a, uh, a YouTube channel slash a Facebook can start producing their own content. But I've always found it, it really still comes down to when you're out there in the, in the world of um, media and being that entity or uh, influencer, it's still that combination of you're either renting the eyeballs or you own the eyeballs. And in that analogy of renting, you know, we have a choice. We can either pay 
money for advertising to have our ads seen on other people's websites or we can create our own um, content, our own channels, our own thing, and we can have people come to us and we own those eyeballs. And in inbound marketing, we talk about the strategy of um, being the content, creating content that people want to read and be part of. Um, from a from a PR point of view and being a, a public relations sort of manager and helping people in that space, it's always good to be able to grow our audiences, to be seen on other people's uh, networks and other people's shows. But I do see that you know, a lot of the newspapers and even the radio stations in Australia, we sort of see it around, um, you know, even in Brisbane, quite a lot of the radio stations are now also running both their um, show online through the radio, but then they're also broadcasting it live on their social media channels. And I kind of asked the question, and I've got to this point, since the diversion of uh, all of these different media channels by the by the bigger companies where they've got these larger audiences. Have you find getting seen and getting talked about from a public relationship on these on these mainstream channels, has that changed in the last sort of five years or so from where it was, say, you know, 10 years ago where it was a case of we had to produce press releases and send them out and cross our fingers and hope we'd get picked up by the big boys to be sort of promoted as our story? Has that changed in your view? Um, for good, there's been a lot of changes, but um, I think there's more actually opportunities in many ways now to get your voice heard, you know, from a PR point of view um, by traditional media because we also have, because they, uh, there's 24-hour news cycles now, there's 20, you know, there is so much content needing to produ be produced all of the time. So they've got to find that content from somewhere. So you're going to have journalists who are hungry, or I say, you know, they're hungry for stories and they're hungry for news. So that gives you an opportunity there to do that. But the days of just sending out a press release and hoping that it'll get picked up, you know, that's not going to work necessarily either. It's about the context, contents that you have, you know, is it good content that they want to they want to be seen and you want to have out there. So you, I always try and train people about what makes news, different news angles, what to look for. And, and then it's also about the context, you know, make sure that you understand. Don't go and try and pitch something to a news outlet that really doesn't have your target client in there, for example, or your target audience because they're not going to be interested. So you need to niche down and you need to, have respect for that organisation that you've listened, whether it's also a news organisation or it's a podcast or anything, like show you that you understand what they're about. Okay. So yeah. in that space, I mean, I'm kind of hearing and I, like, and I know that we're having more opportunities, but how we approach it has changed and that's kind of where I'm... I kind of like what you're sort of saying there. When it comes to, and I know you've been doing a lot of work, particularly with the the niche or the business owner, or I should say the entrepreneur, you know, the woman, like the women in business, and that is a growing market and 
basically go go the girls type sort of um, process. Do you find that there's a difference with that group as opposed to, say, more of a traditional larger business as to how we position it and how would if we've got someone listening today who's maybe a you know a marketing manager for a medium-sized company in Brisbane or in Queensland versus a single entrepreneur type uh, celebrity influencer, is there different approaches in that? And if so, how would we treat or, or how would you recommend that they go about it? I think there's different approaches, but there's approaches that you could learn both like you know the solo entrepreneur or the pit and can learn a lot from how the big guys do it you know and how the corporations do it and vice versa so in terms of I think people are looking more for a personal touch with companies so that you know like I think it's good to make sure that those come and for those companies to look at how some of the solo entrepreneurs are doing it but the big marketing companies, they also have the, the budgets that they can invest into public relations and they can invest into marketing. So, you know, um, they can have a whole team of people putting out content or writing content all of the time, for example, like if you're a, if you're a corporation. Whereas if you're a marketing, if you're on your own as a solo entrepreneur, every piece of content has to have a really defined purpose because you're it's when you write it when you produce it or anything it's a taking time out of your schedule but it's reflecting your brand it's reflecting everything that you do so I think that's good and that's one of the big things that I'm actually coming and I'm quite passionate about now is that we see we have we are in an age of information overload so we have so much content being produced on a daily basis on the internet and online that you have to make, it's going to come down more and more to quality of that content. And so whether you're a marketing, whether you are in marketing for a massive corporation or an SME or whether you are a solo entrepreneur, think about the purpose of that content and, you know, what are you trying to achieve here? So that's in marketing and the same with public relations. So if you're going on a, if you're wanting to put out a press release or if you're wanting to get online coverage or something there, why? And why are you wanting online coverage by a particular publication or, you know, or something? Do they have your target audience in there? Is there something that you can, you know, do they have that credibility? Do they have that authority? That's, I think that's really good advice because uh, I was just, I was thinking of a question to ask around that and it's, you know, what's, so if we're as a, as a content marketer, if you're writing content for your own website versus writing for this, uh, like a PR strategy, like you're talking about, I think that's a good place to start is really think about not just what you want to say, but what is bringing value to your, uh, the, the target publication, right? And then their readers. So um, is, there, is there like a, a way that you approach those two different pieces of content with, if you start planning that with people? Well, you know, when I first started my career, and David, this shows how things have evolved. You used to have, and you still do, you still see it in organisations or anywhere. You'd have your editorial, your journalism on one side, You'd have a bit of the public relations there and your marketing would be over the other side. 
I think it's really, really important now that they all come together. Yeah. So marketing teams need to work with public relations teams and they need to learn, you need to kind of go, well, what are you, what's a marketing team trying to achieve and what's a PR trying to achieve? Remember, marketing is all about, you know, leads, lead generation and, sale, you know, sales. PR is also about build, building authority, credibility, but also protecting reputation. That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's all there. So everything that marketing does affects public relations and what public relations does affects marketing. So you're going to have to have them working together. And I think it, we see it with online reviews or anything. I think that's really vital that um, marketing people these days have some PR training. You know, and I also um, think in public relations have a bit of the marketing training which I've done, you know. <laughs> it's good advice to any CMOs yeah. that are listening at the moment, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> train your Definitely. team up. Well, I have this uh, question, and this kind of came up a, a, a few weeks ago from a, um, from, a, from a different group, but the question came up and it was the comment that was made that press releases by nature are dead. And I'd kind of like to get your take on it on... Mm -hmm on the traditional sense of if we look at the concept of writing a press release and you'd send it out by the different distribution media outlets that would send it out to all the journalists and news outlets, um, there, was, there was an era where that became very popular as part of backlinking where you'd send a press release out and you got all these backlinks. Now, yeah. that's kind of been taken over and is no longer really a strong um, technique. Um, like it used to be, and we sort of have this debate, and this is where it got quite heated, and I was very interested because there's one side of the camp that's saying press releases, the idea of writing a press release and sending it out on any channel is just a waste of time, that you're best off spending all your energy on building the relationship with the journalists and the editorials. And I'm kind of, what's your take on it? What's your experience? I think are you going to say that press releases are dead? <laughs> I think, yeah, I've read a lot about that and it's, I've been in some debates myself about this. So I think the form of, the, is the press release dead? I'm not saying it's dead yet, but it's evolving right. and it's metamorphosizing and it's changing. So I think that, you know, I've had good coverage on writing press releases, especially recently. But I, or I don't send them out en masse anymore. And I think the days of just getting, and some might disagree with me, but I think the days of just writing a mass a press release and sending it out to like a thousand or, you know, a hundred, even a hundred different news outlets, I think that's not probably wise. I wouldn't do that anymore. I would pick who I wanted to target and I would kind of... I would narrow in and specialise, you know, to who you want to target your press release to. And I'd almost give them, it's almost just giving them story angles. So I would adapt it to various news outlets. Yeah. So you, it's the same with the mass content marketing, you know, is mass content marketing dead or anything? I don't think it is. But I think, and the same, I think it's just got to be 
adapted and refined because the days of just putting out a whole lot of content and with keywords or anything, I think that's not going to get, that's not going to give you the results that it might have, you know, five years or so ago. And the same with press releases. You're going to have to really target in now. Yeah, the, 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 the keyword stuffed press releases that you put up on PR no. web or something like that. Yeah, that, yeah, no, they're not working anymore. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't think they're working anymore. Some people might disagree and get, bit, you know, get online when this goes to air and say, well, I've had heaps and heaps of luck with that. So, but I mm, think... Yeah, I'm pretty confident. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I would encourage them to, them to comment and send us let's a note, just, please. Yeah. Look, this is yeah. where you come back let's to... Just, let's just put that one on the table. It, no, it ain't working. <laughs> this is where you come back to... With me, with anything, with you've got to think about what your aim is with digital marketing, with PR or anything. It's about connection. Like you're building connection and you want to, you know, you want to go, hey, I've got something that's worthy to say here. It could help you, you know, like, and it's about building credibility. So when you're just putting stuff out, you know, mass marketing or mass PR, you're kind of diminishing that you're diminishing your authority yeah and and this is kind of one thing i i suppose i don't and while i kind of sort of work on the the concept of writing a press release and sending it out to a thousand news outlets um that by definition in my books is dead um but i do sort of sort of feel an element and you know from a journalism professionalism there's still a lot of respect for the writing of a press release in the format of how a press release is written. Yes. Um, do you sort of find that that's still being appreciated by journalists in general? I think so. So what the way in which I kind of do it now, and I guess I've still got media contents, is I will send a press release to a certain one and say, hey, you know, I saw you wrote this recently or I saw this as you're specialising in. I've got an angle that I think you can write about. So I would please find attached a press release, you know, and get back to me, da-da-da-da-da. But it's very much showing yeah. that you know, you know, say Peter's a journo or something, I know what he's writing about, I know his interests, I know what he covers. And then I'll go, saw this article or I did this, and I'll go, you know what, here's another perspective for you. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And that... And that is coming back to that, just the respect of just the journalists are time poor, just that whole sort of area and not trying to get pushy. It's just, it's an opinion, it's an angle. And if they go for it, they go for it. And if they don't, you know. Journalists get like up to, I was talking to a colleague the other day and they were saying they get like a thousand up to, you know, depending on the outlet, some people can, editorial departments can get up to a thousand press releases a day. Right. If I'm sitting on the newsroom thing, I will be scanning very, very quickly what that is. And I can tell very, very quickly who knows how to write a press release and who doesn't. And if it's self and I actually talk to clients now and they'll go, I want to do a press release on this or they'll want to do that. And I'll go, okay, what's your angle? And they'll go, we've done, you know, and it'll be quite, sometimes it'll be quite self-promotional. I go, that's not your angle. That's not this. And I'll go, oh, what have you noticed? What have you noticed in happening in your industry? Or what are your clients talking about? And they'll go, oh, we've noticed more and more that this is happening. 
Do you know what I mean? Or clients are coming to us with this problem. Say they're in finance or something, that people are really feeling the pinch from families are feeling the pinch and this is why, da-da-da-da-da. And then I'll go, that's our angle because it's not about you. It's about an order. It's, it's affecting, you know, people at large. So marketing and public relations isn't marketing, but good public relations gets you mar- is marketing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> You're yeah, getting yeah. your name out there. You're building your credibility. But it's, you're not saying it's about you. Put yourself out of it. Yeah. Well, always the first rule of um, getting people to talk about you is to you stop talking about yourself and one of the best ways to sort of get is to start talking about your customers. You know, start talking about the people that you do work for and what they are benefiting and, and promoting them and it's just kind of one of the best ways to by going out there actively talking about other people and their successes it kind of just comes back to you anyway um, and also so their problems very much like even if you're writing a blog one of the nice little things that I like doing at the moment is, you know or something is you'll go oh I had a client or I've noticed a few clients have come in to me you know with this particular problem da 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 this week or this it seems to be a bit of a pattern so I want to, you know, the tips and things are still quite common. People like seven tips for something or other. So I thought I'd give you, I'd quickly run through what I did with them. So here's my seven tips for solving a particular problem. But people can relate. People relate to story. So, yeah. yeah. And that's what PR is about. It's about journalists and wanting to tell stories. I know that when it comes to the press releases, and getting that sort of established. I mean, it is it is very much about a personal approach with the journalist or with the editor or you know with the owners of the um, the publication. Um, what we haven't really done, and I'm just sort of conscious of time, is the power of getting seen on these different outlets, whether it be a, someone's shared a blog article or they're just. It's the importance of building backlinks and getting mentioned and getting that article, that media outlet to maybe include something about a link or back to your business. What I'm sort of finding about is is that from the early days in my training of years ago in sort of PR and writing of press releases, it wasn't really a common thing to have them include your phone number or any contact details in the news article. Um, Has that changed and is it okay to ask a journalist to maybe give a link back to your website nowadays? And how do you go about Mm -hmm. asking for that? You can ask, but they're probably not going to do it because, again, it's not self-promotion. You know, it's not about that. But, you know, and but I think that... um, yeah, but you might, you can't, you can sort of go, hey, I appeared on your own website or anything, I appeared in this and give put the link to their article on there. But I don't think that they're going to say, you know, for more information, contact David from Crocodile Marketing and leave like your, in, you know, like put a link to your website or anything in there. Because you, because it's, again, it's also about that, which goes back, like I mentioned before, the editorial is wanting to be independent. They're wanting to be seen as not favouring anyone and they're going to people because of their authority, because they know their stuff. 
Do you know what I mean? So in that in itself, if you are reading an article about a financial planner or an accounting firm or anything, you know, anything, and you've seen that they've been mentioned in the press, then that gives them some credibility. Yep. And typically, well, what I would call is your main um, news outlets, you know, let's talk, you know, like, you know, the big boys, you know, it's the News Corp, it's the ABC, it's the Channel 7s. It, it's not that industry where they're going to immediately give you a link. They may do if they do that, but kind of when you sort of come down to what you might call is the second or, you know, uh, you know, the second tier of media outlets, um, and I'm sort of talking, you know, things yeah. of um, other blog articles, other influencers who may not have a million plus followers or, a, you know, like an audience of these huge, massive sort of sizes, but they still have like 10,000 followers. They might still have 10,000. They tend to get it, I suppose. And you sort of find that those guys are a little bit more willing to sort of yeah. be a little bit more collaborative yeah, in that sort of link sharing. They'll give you a link. And they're more likely to give you a, a link, which is nice. But you've also, I think everyone, you need to get away from the how many followers do I have or how many links do I have to my website or anything. And you need to start thinking about quality of those links and you need to start thinking quality of those followers. So, for example, if you've got 10,000 followers on your Instagram account or on your social media, what's the point of that if they're not really interested in your product but if you have like 500 or let you know what I mean that they're all really going to do business with you then to me that's better than the larger figure so when I'm looking at who how many you know like who I would want my clients to appear on a podcast with or anything I don't necessarily go oh, they've got a thousand followers or they've you know they've got 10,000 followers I kind of look at their audience Who's their audience? Who listens in? And are they likely to end up following, you know, are they likely to um, be interested in my client and what they have to say? Can my, do you know what I'm saying? It's not about the big, large numbers or anything because you can always go and buy them now. Yeah, you can. So you're saying like basically make sure your message matches yeah. the audience. and Yeah, make yeah, sure you resonate with the audience. Yeah. Make sure... That they, you know, don't just, the days of the black hat tricks of SEO are gone. You know, you're going to be penalised and Google's looking more and more for quality stuff anyway. So, and that's the same for, as you build your media brand, as you build your own reputation, you look at quality more than quantity these days. Yeah. That's going to be really, really important. Because people can see through that, you know, they can see past all of that now. Well, that kind of brings us Sorry to if that sort of the end. But before harsh, we sort of, <laughs> you know, no, it's no, great. but but this is kind of where it all comes down to is is that PR is by definition a competition, and and I kind of sort of want to, and I kind of feel that that's a good place to sort of end this. Um, you know, like our actual podcast is, is that it's a competition and it's not necessarily about the biggest um, and the best um, sort of story and angle and PR. Rather, I, I kind of keep it looking like it's more like a marathon. You know, it, 
it's more about doing it rather than sort of trying to sort of be the first one across the line. Um, but be, kind of before we go, Nadine, if... Is it about a competition? If we're looking at it... Is it about a comp? I'm not sure it's a competition. I'm going to disagree with you before you leave me on that one. I'm not sure PR is well, a competition. Well, sum I think PR is about building relationships. I think you've got to get out okay. of the marketing mindset of it's a competition because even in marketing, it's not going to be about that now. It's about going to be building relationships and making and building authority and trust. It's about the know, like, and trust. And, it's, and getting your name out there is about that. And building a business is about going, to, it's not a sprint, it's not 100 metres, it's going to be a marathon. And it's going to take time, you know, and it's, it's, going, it's going to take time. So it, the days of just competition, I think, in marketing, in PR or anything, I think that's even, that's even changing now. It's about, well, you know, building, your, building the people around you that are going to resonate with your message, who are going to want to do, to do business with you. And it's not going to be about how many followers or it's good to have backlinks, but do you want a 1,000 backlinks or do you want, like, less than that if they're good quality ones? And you also want, and you want articles that people will keep recycling i love that too that that was a really good piece and then it will get shared and it will get shared with someone else and it'll you know all of that kind of stuff that's all going to build up your trust and your authority perfect nadine and that's a great place to leave where we are on and i do take um the point you see that's just the amazing part about the world of marketing and inbound marketing is, is that there's no one solution, if that's the honest truth. <laughs> but, Pete, before we leave, mate, what's your final words for the guys? Oh, I think my, my biggest takeaway from this is to have a strategy for this and yeah, don't just do the spray and pray. Okay. to do with <laughs> SEO type stuff. And, um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's personal relationships could also be a stand-in for PR, so I think that's... Uh, very well made point, Nadine. All right, Nadine. Thank you very much for um, coming on and being our special guest for today. And for guys that are on the call listening, um, you will find Nadine's details um, in the show notes that are part of the podcast. And keep an eye out for our next podcast. And we look forward to seeing you at our next um, Brisbane hug. So keep an eye out, make sure you register on the uh, newsletter for all the updates and events as what's happening in and around Brisbane and the whole greater Southeast Queensland. Until next time, guys, you have a fantastic week and we'll talk to you soon. We could do that again, David. I reckon we're getting, we could have some nice little debates and things, which is also great.